by Hogwarts, a Harry Potter podcast made by kids for kids. I'm Daisy. And I'm Vaughn. And today we're reading chapter... No, we're not reading it. We are talking about (laughs) chapter 22 of Harry Potter and the Prisoner of Azkaban. I will post again. Again. I can't believe it. It's the last last chapter of book three. It is the second to last episode of season three. I can't believe it's finally over because it it, it hasn't felt like... halfway through the series now. Yeah, and it hasn't felt like that long. Like, it it really has felt... It's only... It's been a little bit more than a year. It feels like we just started our podcast. Yeah. It's been a little bit more than a year since our podcast initially started, since we put out our first trailer, and it's just insane that we've gotten so far. You know? Like, it was, it was, you know, it's difficult in the beginning, of course, starting a new project, so to, to, to believe that we've gotten here, yeah. it's gotten a lot easier as we've done it more, so to believe that we've gotten here, it, it's insane. So thank you guys all for listening. We're glad that you've, you've stuck with us. So first sentence time. Harry, Harry! Hermione was tugging at a sleeve, staring at her watch. That was a very eventful first sentence. <gasps> it gave you a lot of context very. for what is going to happen. So they had 10 minutes to get back to the, down to the hospital wing, and they ran down a spiraling staircase. They heard Snape and Fudge, and after they were gone, they ran in the opposite direction, down two staircases and along a corridor. When they heard Peeves, they ran into a classroom to hide. <gasps> Fudge reminds me of Augustus Gloop from Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. I don't know why, but then like his name is Fudge. Augustus Gloop likes Fudge, I'm sure. Yeah. He likes candy in general. Why did they run into a classroom to hide? They could have used Peeves. Uh, because like because Peeves was coming and they just didn't want him because Peeves would have alerted Snape and Fudge. But what if they said, um what what if they said Sebastian Dalier? No, it would have it wouldn't mm-hmm. me- he wouldn't listen to them. It would have messed everything up. Mm-hmm. Okay, so Peeves downs. He downs. He downs. Ba- he he, he downs. He, he downs. He downs. No, he danced. You wrote he, he danced. bounced. He he slow danced down the it's, hall. It's bounced. Yeah, I know. I just kind of said it weirdly, so you know, gotta make a bit off of saying stuff weirdly. I'm just imagining Peeves like in like in a ball, curled up in a ball, just like ricocheting <laughs> off the walls and yeah. the ceiling. Yeah, yeah. So he bounced down the hall, and they continued down the corridor to the hospital wing. Um, Dumbledore opened the door with his back to them, closed it, turned around and said, Well, Harry said that they had done it. Sirius was gone on Buckbeak. Dumbledore smiled and let Harry and Hermione back into the hospital wing. They went back to their beds and Pomfrey gave them more chocolate. Chocolate? I hope it's good chocolate. I hope. I still haven't eaten my chocolate frog. I still haven't. Okay, so the chocolate frog isn't a great chocolate. I've told you. It's not. You you rave it, about It's not like things. Hershey's level chocolate. But it's it's a chocolate frog, you know. It's, it's, cho- it's, it's, it's chocolate, chocolate nonetheless. But it's, but, it's not the, but it's not the best. Like, if you are in the mood for chocolate, it doesn't matter what kind of chocolate it is. It is chocolate. So I'm thinking I'm going to save it for, like, when I'm just sitting down reading Harry Potter and just really in the mood for chocolate. But that hasn't happened yet, so... Yeah, I haven't I haven't eaten it yet. I probably should soon. I don't want it to go like bad, turn all like white. That's not good. So um, they all heard loud noises coming from outside of the room, and Fudge said that he must have disapparated, and they should have left someone in the room with him. Snape yelled in all caps that he didn't disapparate because you can't apparate or disapparate within the castle walls, and I find it very hard to un- to comprehend that 
the, the minister of magic does not know that you cannot operate or disoperate within Hogwarts. Yeah. Like, he is probably constantly operating into Hogsmeade just so he can visit Dumbledore. How did he get here? He didn't operate into Ho- I get really annoyed by him because I get annoyed by the characters who are stupid. And Fudge is, like, stupid. Like, really stupid. Snape, Fudge, and Dumbledore all came into the hospital, and Snape said, Out with it, Potter! Fudge said to be reasonable, the door had been locked the whole time. So, how would you suspect that Snape had got- or Fudge- or Sirius had gotten out of the room? Um, without- with- Without operating, without any- in the door- under these circumstances. So, like, what would I assume? Mm-hmm. What would be your assumption? My assumption would be that, um, the- Okay, my assumption would be that somebody, uh, helped him out. Um, or the Dementors let him out. Okay, that's a good idea. Or I would maybe assume... the Dementors uh, killed him and then took his body away. That's a good idea. I would assume that somebody scaled the castle walls. They just parkoured up, up a straight wall. There was nothing to parkour on, but they did it. And they opened, they forced the window open with Alohomora, the most complicated spell of all. Definitely. And, uh, <laughs> and, he, and they open it. That's, and like then a, he gets that's like a ninth level spell there. Yeah, Harry. actually, that's really funny because it makes me think of a Harry Potter sequel because Harry does this thing where he goes, he goes, I'm gonna kill Black. I'm gonna throw every single spell I know at him. And then he starts with he starts with Expelliarmus. Then he goes to Hello, Mora, Lumos. It's like because Harry only knows the three spells basically, <laughs> so that's what he uses against Sirius. <laughs> Alohomora. <laughs> His yeah. mouth it just starts to open. Yeah, that's a, that's a, that, that was a good scene from it. So Dumbledore said that unless he was suggesting that they could be in two places at once, there was no point in troubling them further. Snape stormed out and Fudge said that the Prophet would have a field day with the story and that both Sirius and Buckbeak had escaped. He said that the Dementors would be removed and they both left the ward. Ron woke up and asked what happened. Harry told Hermione to explain. Now it's like a year later, just kidding, it's the next day. This is not the prologue. A year later, Harry, 30 Harry years and Luna Lovegood are married. 30 years later, Harry marries Hermione. The universe is right. The universe has been right. The, the universe has been corrected. Yeah. Ron Ron has Ron has uh, married Luna. Yeah. Yeah. So the next day when they left the hospital, the castle was nearly empty because everyone was at Hogsmeade. They decided to go outside, and they sat near the lake and watched the giant squid, which would be really fun. Like, to go out with your friends, you get, like, a picnic blanket, yeah. you, get, you get, you go to the kitchens, right? Here's what you do. Your friend and George, you know where the kitchens are. You go in there, you get as much good food as you can, you put it in a basket, you take a blanket out there. It's basically a picnic, if you, know, if you see what yeah. I'm getting at. And you take all your friends there, and you just sit by the lake and play in the water or whatever you want to do. And the giant squid starts to eat children. Yeah, but you also eat food. Yeah, you watch so. You watch as uh, some of the children are dragged under. Yeah, if the last the thing jaws. I do before I'm eaten by the giant squid is eat a, like, I don't is know, cream a, puff a or something. a hefty meal. Then, then uh, it, I, would not be, I would not be sad. I would die a happy man. Yeah, I would die a happy man. Yeah, so Hagrid can't. I would die a happy Hufflepuff if I would. The I last would thing die I would be a cream puff. A happy Ravenclaw. Hagrid, but can't, just kidding. I wouldn't die. I'd be the am- most amazing wizard of all okay, my time and, okay. and, and kill the squid. That's a little arrogant, Vaughn. Okay. Alohomora! It's dead now. How dare you, Alohomora? <laughs> How dare you, Lumos? <laughs> 
Hagrid came to see them and was crying. He told them that Beaky had escaped. He had been worried that Lupin had gotten him, but Remus said that he hadn't eaten anything last night. Harry asked what he meant, and Hagrid said that Snape told everyone that morning that Lupin was a werewolf. He's packing and leaving now. When Hagrid first comes up to them, and I'm reading this part, and he's like, Oh yeah, I asked Remus, and Remus said he didn't eat Buckbeak. And I'm just like, wait, how does he know about Remus? And that's cleared up two seconds later, and I'm just like, wow, that was good writing. I was even confused, and I read this book before. Uh, Harry left the group. Where, where are we? Harry left the group and to went to see Lupin. Remus said that Dumbledore told Fudge that he had saved the trio, and that was the final straw for Snape. Basically because he was upset that he wasn't going to be getting his Order of Merlin first class. Which, like, I don't really see the, the care of getting that. Like, why would someone care so much? Remembrance. I think it's, like, it's it's a really, it's, you know, like, the Medal of Honor? Mm-hmm. Or, like, a Purple Heart? Or, like, a Nobel Peace Prize. Yeah, like that. I think it's like that for the wizarding community. I guess so, yeah. But I don't, I do don't know that an, Do you think there's an Order of Merlin second class? I'm sure there is, but you only really hear of the first class. Didn't Gilderoy get a first class? He did get his first class. Okay. Hopefully yeah. he was removed afterwards. <laughs> no, I love Gilderoy. I wanted his stay. Uh, Remus said that tomorrow owls would start arriving from parents, upset that a werewolf was teaching their children. Lupin said that he heard that Harry saved a lot of lives last night. And d- d- the two, that's a lot. Okay, parents, calm down. <laughs> If your children gets eaten, don't worry, don't worry, we'll replace them. When Harry finished, Remus was smiling. Oh, wait. Yeah, yeah. When Harry finished, Remus was smiling. Um, he confirmed that his father was always a stag when they transformed. Remus gave Harry his cloak and the Marauder's mat. <gasps> Dumbledore knocked on the door and said that Remus's carriage was at the garage. His, his garage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, they said goodbye and Remus left. Dumbledore asked why Harry was so miserable, and he said that last night didn't make any difference because Peter still got away. Harry's being very mopey right now. He's like, you yeah. know, I mean, I know I saved two two things' lives. Like, one of them was going to be executed, so I saved yeah. that. But, like, come on, what kind of difference did that make? Like, it's like he clearly wants Dumbledore to. So yeah, like, he to, wants to, to talk to Dumbledore. Him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dumbledore said it did because he saved two things from a terrible fate. Harry decided to tell Dumbledore about how Trelawney's eyes had rolled back and her voice went dark. Harry thought that it might be a sort of prediction, and Dumbledore said that he was right. (gasps) Harry said that it was now his fault if Voldemort came back because he stopped Peter from being killed, and Dumbledore said that the consequences of our actions are always so complicated that predicting the future is a very risky business. And I just don't understand that line at all. But there Funny you go. Business. There's Dumbledore's philosophy. Dumbledore said that Pettigrew owed his life to him, and that when two wizards save one person's life, it, then it forms a bond between them. Harry said that he didn't want, have, want to have a bond with Pettigrew, but Dumbledore said that the time may come when Harry is grateful that he saved Peter's life. Oh! Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Foreshadowing. Foreshadowing. Harry decided to tell Dumbledore that he thought he saw his father uh, save him at the lake, but it ended up being him. Dumbledore said that Harry looked extraordinarily like his father, except for his eyes, were, which were his mother's. Of course. Harry yeah, said yeah, that it we gotta fit that line into every single conversation. Harry said that it was stupid of him to think that because he knew his father was dead. Dumbledore said that his father was inside him and came out whenever Harry needed him most. And how else he could have made that particular Patronus in that Prague's road again last night? What is Dumbledore told Harry that he saw his father inside himself. Told you, Daisy. 
No, what does that mean? No, I don't understand. Last episode, you said, um, I was like, you're trying to get me to think of an example where people saw uh, James instead of Harry. Uh-huh. Damn. I see. I, I don't even remember that. I don't even remember that. I'll We're be just honest. gonna have to go back. All right. Okay. Uh, as the term came to an end, he heard different theories as to how Sirius and Buckbeak escaped. Um, I would be like telling stupid stories where it's like, yeah, I scaled yeah. the wall and I saved him. I opened the window with Lumos, <laughs> and it, it worked. I used Lumos. Lumos was so bright that it just blew open the window. I crucioed the wall, and it submitted. It moved, <laughs> it moved and let me get to Sirius. Yeah. Malfoy was furious that he, that, and was mad that his father had been outwitted by the gamekeeper. Percy said that if he ever got into the ministry, then he would have some things to say about the magical law enforcement. Foreshadowing. Percy, I love Percy. I'm a Percy apologist. I love Percy. <gasps> Yeah, I'm a Percy apologist. Not many people are. Vaughn, Vaughn is not. But um, I what? Wait, what? Are you a Percy apologist? So exactly, what did he do that was bad? Uh, spoilers. Okay, yeah. Then maybe you you're not an apologist, but like you don't care. So what did he do that was bad when he got into the ministry? He was kind of working with the Death Eaters a little bit. He also respected Umbridge. He was there when Harry got, um, like suspended by Umbridge, basically. Uh, okay. Um, yeah, think... I'm, an, I'm an apologist, but I think a lot of people don't care, but there are some people that just don't like him. I just don't care about it. I'm like, I love Percy. He's bad. He's my favorite. I should I should put that on our about on uh, InsideHogwarts.com. Just like, Daisy is a Snape and Percy apologist. Vaughn is a blank apologist. Vaughn, you, you're kind of a Snape apologist? Okay. At the start of book four, we should do a thing where, like, like controversial opinions that we, like, what we think about it. We already did unpopular opinions. We did three parts. Did we? Yeah. <laughs> we'll do a I was like, did we? We'll do, okay, here's what we'll do. We'll do a Percy episode, and we'll bring someone on. Vaughn is the person who doesn't care. I'm the person who loves Percy, and we'll bring someone on who doesn't love Percy. <gasps> and then we'll do one where, we'll do a Snape one where we'll have someone who doesn't care, someone who loves Snape. And then someone who hates Snape. So I love Snape. We'll be looking for guests for that. So if you're like really interested in coming on as a guest, we need, but we also and you're need to still do Dumbled- in your still in your Hogwarts years, or I guess younger if you're like Sophie's age. We also know. needed to do a Dumbledore one. Yeah. And if you don't know why some people hate Dumbledore, uh, you'll see. You'll see. So uh, yeah, if you're interested in being a guest on those and you're still in your Hogwarts years, that would be really cool. Just email us, let us know, and we can work something out. <laughs> yeah. Okay, Vaughn, go go ahead with your notes. Um, Harry ended the year extremely sad because Lupin was fired. He, <laughs> he Lupin was not fired. He quit. He okay. resigned. Lupin was fired. He no. couldn't live with Sirius, and he had to go back to the Dursleys. He had somehow passed all the subjects along with potions. He thought that Dumbledore must have intervened to stop Snape from <laughs> yeah. failing him, because whenever Snape looked at him, he looked as if he wanted to strangle Harry to death. Yes, yeah, I can assume that that is any time. Percy aced his newts, and Fred and George barely passed their owls. Gryffindor managed to win the House Cup for their third year in a row. In a row. Whoa. I, to- I told you. Like, it was like this one episode where it's like, they didn't win the House Cup. That you said. Oh, they didn't win the Quidditch Cup, I guess is what I meant. Okay. They didn't, right? They didn't? 
I don't think they did. Okay, go on. When they got on the train, Hermione told Harry and Ron that she was dropping Muggle Studies and Divination. She said that she hated using the Time Turner and that she was forbidden from telling people about it. Ron told Harry that he could go to the Quidditch World Cup with him, with them, and that he could stay with them for the holidays. That is the best part of book four. I will say that. It's like, it's such a great bit. The whole Quidditch World Cup is awesome. It's so cool. Especially in the movie, even though they cut out 100% of it. Yeah. It's still really cool. <laughs> yeah, I think Victor, that they cut I out. love you. Victor, I do. Yeah, good job. <laughs> uh, outside of the window, Harry saw an extremely small owl. He let it in, and they dropped the letter in his lap. He ripped it open and said that it was from Sirius. I imagine that this owl was very cute, but they did not put it in the movie, which is very sad. Yeah. Very sad. Yeah. It said that he w- that uh, Sirius was in hiding with Blackbeak, and the Dementors were still looking for him, but he would let the Muggles see him to alert them that he wasn't at Hogwarts anymore. He said that he was the one who sent him the fireball, and that he apologized for scaring him outside of the Dursley's house. He attached a note that said he gave Harry permission to go to Hogmead. Sirius also said that Ron could keep the bird. That's so nice. Bored. That's so nice. That's really nice that he, like, Where's considered my board? that Ron doesn't have a bird. Yeah. When they got to the station, Ron said that he would call Harry about the World Cup, and Vernon asked what Harry was holding. He said that it was a letter from his godfather, a convicted murderer that was on the run and kept in touch. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Last sentence, and grinning broadly at the look of horror on Uncle Vernon's face, <laughs> Harry set off. <laughs> Harry just grinning like a murderer. Harry set off toward the station exit. Hedwig rattling along in front of him for what looked like a much better summer than I can Lattins. imagine Harry with a terrifying smile. Just and he's like, like walking to the car and then Vernon's just standing there with his face looking at Harry. <laughs> yeah. Thinking about the convicted murderer that is his his nephew's godfather. Alright, so let's, we have two movie gifts here today. So one is at around two hours and five minutes when Lupin is packing up his office as the camera pans. You can clearly see the broom and the reflection of his glass cabinet. In the closing oh, boom. I said broom. Boom. Like the mic. Yeah. In the closing credits, Book of Monsters Repair Shop is, mis- is misspelled Book of Monsters. Yep, you guys totally understand that through audio. Book. So it's basically Book of Monsters without an apostrophe, and it's mi- misspelled Book of Monsters with an apostrophe. Oh my! So, <laughs> oh, they added an apostrophe. Oh, I know. That, that that was so horrible. Yeah, it's shame terrible. on you. Shame on you. Shame, shame for shame. For shame. All right. Um. Yeah. So now we're gonna go to the little bling that is probably bleeding your ears out. All right. Bleeding. Before we start, I just wanted to let you guys know that this analysis episode is going to have a lot of spoilers. So if you haven't finished all of the books, make sure you come back to this episode when you have so that nothing gets spoiled for you. And on with the episode. Hogsmeade Journal time. Yay! Yay. Hopefully the bling didn't kill your ears. We saw you two seconds ago. (laughs) Yeah. So um, Hogsmeade Journal. So our first piece of news. Sorry, I just hit the microphone. (laughs) So Tom Felton has said that he would be willing to return to his role as Draco Malfoy if asked to. He said that he would be willing to play Draco, Lucius, or even Scorpius Malfoy. Now tell me your opinion on that, Colin. Well, my opinion is... I don't want him to play Scorpius or Lucius. My opinion is yes. 
<laughs> yeah, so it's fine. I, I only think he should return as Draco, though, because it will look off if he's Lucius. Jason Isaacs should be Lucius. Mm -hmm. And Scorpius needs to be someone new. I don't want to see Tom Felton in, in <laughs> Imagine in all three roles in the same film. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> he just looks, he just puts out a lot of, like, anti-aging cream or something. So I wanted to talk about a very- Dad. I wanted to talk about a very- Mommy, I want a cookie. <laughs> you put yeah. the mom too. So I wanted to talk a little bit about a Harry Potter sequel, because I recently watched a Harry Potter musical all the way through. Wait, what's a Harry Potter half, sequel? I, I'm halfway through the sequel. A Harry Potter sequel. What's that? It's the sequel to a Harry Potter musical. Okay. <laughs> yeah, so it's super good. I wanted to talk about about this one line because um, I, I just think everyone should watch it. There's a lot of cursing. So I would say watch it if you're in, like, I don't know, your third year and up, I guess, would uh -huh. be proper. So... Um, so in the, in the, in the musical, Remus is really funny because he's telling everyone that he was James's best friend, but everyone continues to say that Sirius and James are best friends. So when, when, when Remus is like, oh yeah, so one time in the play, Remus says to Ron, oh yeah, so me and my best friend did this. And Ron was like, oh, you mean you and Hagrid? That's so cool. <laughs> <laughs> and he was like, no, no, my best friend was James. I should James. watch it. I should watch a Harry Potter musical. It's, it's pretty funny. And Dolores is played by a man. So <laughs> it's so funny. It's so good. Yeah, they always do that. Like they'll gender swap characters, and it's just really funny to like see that person in that role. So that's pretty cool. All right. So today for our analysis, it's we're gonna, gonna be, be our analysis is gonna be totally awesome. It's gonna be totally awesome because we're going back to Hogwarts. We're going to talk about some Harry Potter questions that will be difficult to answer. Feel free to play along with us and email us your answers. So first, what is your favorite Hogwarts house? <gasps> and this cannot, it can be your own, but it doesn't mean what is your own. It means which one is the best. Why do you like it? I'm going to pick Gryffindor. It's the party one. They, they're cool. They seem like they're all a big family. I think that's really cool. Yeah, I think that Gryffindor too. Because like I feel like in Gryffindor, like the other people are in there are like really good friends, you know. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and they're constantly having fun with like Fred yeah, and, and I George feel like me and like most of my friends like would be rude with Gryffindors. Yeah, 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 that would be fun. So uh, next, who was the best Hogwarts professor? Dumbledore, McGonagall, Flitwick, Trelawney, Hagrid, Alistair Moody, Remus Lupin, or Snape? <gasps> and by Alistair Moody, I mean the disguised Alistair Moody. Definitely the disguised Alistair Moody. Yeah, he was amazing. He was a great teacher. When people say Remus, I say no. Alistair Moody taught them real life skills. Like, what is the what are the three unforgivable curses? If he hadn't taught them those, they wouldn't know them. They think that was a joke? That was a joke? Well, I'm still going with that. It's, uh, it's Flowick. No! Yes. You're a liar. Yes. No. Why Flitwick? <laughs> I was not joking. I was like, yeah, I was going to pick Alistair Moody no matter what. He taught them the spell to kill Sirius. Lumos. Lumora. <laughs> Lumos. I've got a Lumos. No, but, Stand but, back. but, for, but for real, Vaughn. Um, Flitwick. Flitwick, why? Because he's smart. Which twin do you prefer? Fred and George. Fred, <laughs> Fred and George. Fred or George, or they're basically the same. I'm going to go with they're basically the same. I'm going to have to go with George. Why? Because George, a pr George is a pretty dope name. 
I was actually upset that Fred was the one that died and George wasn't because I hate the name. Like, I used to hate the name George. I was just like, no, Fred is such a better name. And now I'm just like, it doesn't matter. They're the same. But I am kind of disappointed that Fred died because he is the dominant twin. Let's be honest. He's I'm I'm just disappointed that either of them died because I I love them both. They need to be kept together. But it it was really sad. That was like one of the most sad, the saddest things in the series. But you could have killed anyone else, and I would, and I wouldn't have cared. I love them both. I wouldn't have cared. I wouldn't have cared who you killed. Keep the twins together, or having them die together. Mm -hmm. That'd be so much better. Yeah, I love them, so I can't think about like which one I prefer. So, how would you prefer to travel in the Wizarding World? Broom or Apparition? Apparition. I'm going to go with Broom. I think it would be very fun to, like... Apparition would be faster. Yeah, but with a broom, you're, like, flying, literally flying, and I think that would be really cool. What if you just apparated behind Voldemort? That is true. You what if you that. apparated inside a wall? But you have to have a picture of something. You need to, like, think it. And you can't, oh. you can't operate inside of a, a solid wall, and typically walls are <laughs> hollow anyway, depending on which walls. So, but like, I mean, our walls are not hollow. We're in California. Into, what if you operate into the world's core? You can't picture that, though. You need to yeah, picture somewhere you've been. Just picture white. If you could bring one of the following people back alive, who would it be, Remus or Tonks? I'm going to have to go with Tonks, okay? I'm going to have to go with Tonks, Remus. Because Tonks... Remus is kind of sucks. Tonks is Teddy's mother, and I think Teddy would be... I think Teddy just needs his mother more. Tonks, because... Plus, she's younger than Remus. Yeah. She's lived for less time than Remus has. And Remus, like, doesn't have very much to live for anymore, I Plus, guess. She he has, has one his of the family, most... but he all of his friends are dead. I think Tonks just has a lot more. She has one of the most iconic lines. What? Don't call me Nymphadora. That's not very iconic. <laughs> it's not iconic. But okay. But in my opinion. Would you rather be a member of the Order of the Phoenix or Dumbledore's Army? Dumbledore's Army. I'm going to go with Order of the Phoenix. I don't know what in your crazy mind made you pick. Excuse me. Go ahead. Explain why Dumbledore's Army. Because you're at school. You're with friends. You're learning with friends. You're having fun You're with learning. Yay. Yeah. Woo. Yeah. Really? Really, Vaughn? You're going to pick Dumbledore's Army. I think it'd be annoying to have Harry teaching you, but... but- no, I'm going to go with Order of the Phoenix because they're all adults. But, I, okay, the only problem with that, though, is that you're risking your life. Oh, you're risking so your life. So maybe I would so pick so Dumbledore's much, Army. That's, that's so much better than Dumbledore's Army. <laughs> yeah, maybe I would. I don't know. I'm kind of stuck because on one hand, Order of the Phoenix is like a bunch of adults. But Dumbledore's Army is kids. But then, on the other hand, you're risking your life in the Order of the Phoenix. Yeah. So, I don't know. That's a difficult one. I'm just going to go with It Doesn't Matter random let's just do a lottery or something like that like i feel like in the series um i feel like there there should be like a person that like turns bad mm-hmm. who's just not like that in any of the harry potter series like, yeah there is like a who peter no i mean like it, like while it's going on like a student in hogwarts draco like somebody at like after the fourth year, somebody like uses a vodka You're like saying student, like they were good and then like, all of a sudden like a they student were bad? like freaks out or something and uses a vodka dabra. I don't know. They wouldn't be able to. A like, is a killing curse. Harry couldn't kill Bellatrix after she just killed his godfather. No one in their fourth year could use a vodka dabra. He was using Crucio. It's same thing. That's even that's even easier. 
If one parent could survive, who would you pick, Lily or James? Definitely. I'm going to go with James. James. Um, yeah, I'm going to go with James. I like Lily. I don't understand her enough, though. And it, this was something that, de- the, um, sorry, I can't talk. The, this was something that the Department of Mysteries brought up in one of their episodes. It was, like, a Harry Potter Moms episode. And they basically said that, like, Lily is cool, but she doesn't have very much personality. And it's, like, I completely agree with that. I can never, yeah. like, name why I don't like Lily, but I guess that's the reason. It's just that she doesn't have very much to her. It's just kind of, like, hey, and I'm Lily and people love me. And I sacrificed it's not, myself. It's not, I mean, like, yeah, she sacrificed herself. That's great. But I don't, I, I don't, had eyes. we barely know very much about her personality. Yeah, it's, like, I, it's, like, I had eyes and I died. James had a bunch of friends, you know. I just think James, I would rather keep James alive because I know James better. Who would you forgive? Lucius Malfoy, Quirrell, Snape, or Draco Malfoy? Draco Malfoy has already been forgiven. So has Snape. So. I've already forgiven Snape. Everyone is like, Draco should have had the forgiveness arc. He should have had the redemption arc. Um, I don't know. I kind of like that Snape had it. He deserved it more. I think the series already forgave him. Yeah, I'll agree with that. I'm gonna say Snape. I, I think Quirrell. I already forget. I've already forget. I think I could Snape. forgive Quirrell because because he was like possessed. Yeah, it wasn't like he was young, impressionable. He could have been like yeah. Voldemort could have said anything. Well, okay, maybe not young. He was impressionable, vulnerable. Voldemort could have said anything, and he would have done it. You know what I mean? Yeah. He's scared. Which of the two is your favorite, Ginny or Luna? Luna all the way. Ginny is awkward. Yeah, I'll pick Luna. I don't like Ginny. I know a lot of people like her. I just don't. I never have. I've never understood why she should not have ended up with Harry. Yeah, I can agree with that. So I don't, I would pick Luna. It's just like not, Ginny's not cool in my opinion. So I don't really understand why people like her so much. Would you rather read a prequel to The Philosopher's Stone or a sequel to The Deathly Hallows? I feel like the the prequel would be pretty boring. Just no. living with the Dursleys. No, no, no. A prequel to, like, with the Order of the Phoenix and the Marauders and all oh. that kind of stuff. I'd probably do a sequel. I would do a prequel. Because I want to hear more about the Marauders and their life uh-huh. as adults. And, like, the sudden transition of Peter becoming bad and, like, maybe the, the signs, the signs of him becoming bad. Because I'm certain there were signs, so I would like to see that, that transition from good to evil. Which death was the worst? Sirius, Fred, Dobby, Snape, Cedric, or Dumbledore? Now, okay. which one did you cry Okay, at? so I didn't care about Dumbledore. Mm-hmm. I didn't either. He, he, can, he can go. Unimportant He's fine. to me. Unimportant. He's fine. He was still either. I didn't have an emotional connection to Dumbledore. Okay, I didn't, I didn't have that big of a connection to Cedric. Cedric was yeah, fine. Same. He's off the table. Okay, Cedric. you know, I'll say, no, I will say, though, the worst part about Cedric's death is when Dumbledore's giving the speech about him. That's kind of sad. Okay, I don't care about Snape. Snape, I just didn't just feel that much. Just throw him towards. on the floor. Dobby, I'm sorry. I no. cried. That was so sad. Dobby was sad, but not sad enough. Fred, you cannot separate the two. No. Either, either, either they both die or they both survive. It's worse when you see the death, so I'm not going to say that Fred's was the worst. Fred's was the worst. Serious. That was so sad. Nice one, James. That was so sad. That was so sad. Nice one, James. Yeah, that was kind of sad. <laughs> 
So if one of these had, oh wait, so I'm just gonna, I'm gonna say Sirius's was the worst. Or I'm gonna, I'm gonna actually say Dobby's was the worst. Right. He died sacrificing himself for the cause. He didn't sacrifice himself. He saved Harry. He didn't sacrifice himself. He sacrificed himself. himself No, he didn't. He put himself at risk to save Harry. He put himself at risk, but he didn't sacrifice himself. He apparated in, in, and like at the exact same time, Bellatrix threw a knife through the the apparition process. If one of these had to die, who would you rather it be? Harry, Ron, or Hermione? I'm sorry, but Ron, I'm pushing you off first. Oh no! <laughs> I guess I would I would pick Ron too. He's just like an awkward third wheel. <laughs> yeah, I it's guess like so. go away, Ron, <laughs> you beast. I guess so. Yeah, I guess it's gonna have to be Ron. <laughs> yeah, so that was the last one. These were really fun. Yeah. Yeah. So, oh my gosh, guys, join us next week for the <gasps> final episode of season three, where it's going to be a um, bo- movie book analysis, comparison analysis, whatever you want to call it. It's going to be super fun. We actually already took our notes for that episode, yes, but it's going to be really did. cool. We have a lot of stuff planned for that episode, so it's going to be great. Um, hopefully you can, li- hopefully just listen, just listen, guys, then you can share the experience. Watch the movie before you listen, because then it's much more fun. So email us at InsideHogwartsPod at gmail.com to let us know what your answers were to these questions. Um, Check out our website, InsideHogwarts.com, where you can read a little bit about us, but then also you can can see all of our episodes that we have uploaded there. Uh, What else? What else do we need to... Oh, leave a quick review and rating on Apple Podcasts, because it would help our podcast out a lot. It would help us, I don't know, get on the charts, maybe. I don't know. Oh, also, guys, we hit 10,000 plays. I'm super excited. I just <gasps> wanted did. to let you guys know. Thank wow. you guys so much for continuing to listen to our podcast because we work pretty hard to make it. And so we're glad to have the listeners that we do have because it's amazing that we can just share Harry Potter with all the other kids that listen to this podcast. So thank you all. And we'll see you guys next time. Bye. Bye.